You're now listening to Real Estate Journeys, episode 84. Let's get it. Me on the top, man, I won't stop. Me, me on the top, man, I won't stop. Me, me on the top, man, I won't stop. Me on the, me on the, me on the top. Yo, 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 What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Matty B, a.k.a. Matthew Baldsell, and welcome back to Real Estate Journeys, the exclusive podcast for real estate investors looking to scale to 100 units and live that location independent lifestyle and today is wake up wednesday and i am coming at you live from chiang mai thailand it's actually thursday here so this is a little bit of a later rendition but it'll still be coming to you wednesday live in the united states but today's topic we are not going to actually have Omar here. He will hopefully be joining us next week. We're in the process of closing a deal and we are very, 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 very busy individuals right now. And our paths are not able to sync up and record a bunch of episodes for Wake Up Wednesdays. But we will hopefully be being able to do that for you next week. So this will be another solo rendition. So the topic that I'm going to address for you today is, is my state landlord friendly? And we are going to talk about the importance of that and why is it so important when you need to or looking to invest out of state. So as you may know, a lot of people are looking to invest in different states. So let's say you are living in California, which is not a landlord friendly state. And you are thinking about, okay, I want to go into a different state. I don't know which ones to go to. I always hear landlord friendly states. What does that really mean? What does that really entail? So let me give you some examples of landlord-friendly states. So I'm pulling this information from rentcafe.com, and I will include all this information in the show notes, and it's very actually very informative and very helpful to get a better uh, understanding of which states are and which states are not landlord-friendly states. But here are some of the top landlord-friendly states. We have Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Arkansas, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia. These are some of the top landlord friendly states. Some of the top renter renter friendly states are going to be Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Alaska, Arizona, South Dakota, Nebraska, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island. So these are going to be some of the top renter-friendly states. Now, you may ask yourself, what is the importance and the significance of knowing a landlord-friendly state as opposed to a renter-friendly state? Well, I'm going to walk you through a scenario here. So imagine we have two separate states. Again, this is pulled off of rentcafe.com, but this is a good description. So there's two, there's two separate people that are going to be renting. One guy, his name is Arnie, and he rents in Arkansas. The second guy, his name is Vinny, and he rents in Vermont. So the first guy, Arnie, who is living in Arkansas, which is a landlord-friendly landlord state. So he can't, or he can't withhold rent if his landlord fails to provide the essential services. Now at the same time, Vinny, who is living in Vermont, he can withhold his rent if his landlord fails to prov provide the essential services. So if there's a problem and he says like, hey, uh, you haven't cleaned my carpets, 
you promised to do that. I'm not going to pay you my rent until you do that. Vinny, who's in Vermont, could do that. He can withhold his rent as opposed to if you lived in Arkansas, who couldn't do that. At the same time, Arnie, who is living in Arkansas, he has to wait for his landlord to fix everything. On the flip side, if you, Vinny, who is living in Vermont, he can repair broken appliances in his home and deduct the cost from his rent check. So if the fridge needs to be repaired and it needs a quick part, he can run down to Home Depot, buy it, fix it himself, and he could take it, send the receipt to the landlord and say, listen, this cost me $50. I'm deducting $50 from my $500 rent, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's acceptable in Vermont. It is not acceptable in Arkansas. Now, Arnie back in Arkansas, there's also no law in Arkansas regulating the notice landlords must give to increase the rent. So this is actually really good if you're going to be investing in Arkansas because if you want to increase your rents up to market value, right? If you want to bump them up from 500 to 700 instead of being in different states, which might have to have you uh, have a turnover and the person has to leave and then you have to renovate the units. If you could just increase the rents without notice, I mean, that would be, be really great, right? But if Vinny's landlord wants to increase the rent, Vinny's the guy living in Vermont. If Vinny's landlord wants to increase his rent, he must provide at least 60 days notice. Now you can see how that could be a uh, uh, hurt on the cash flow there for you. If you had to give every single person 60 days notice that you wanted to increase the rent. So again, cash flow is king. So you're going to want to basically be able to increase as quick as possible, turn over units as quick as possible, get people in and out, evict people as fast as possible. Time is key, money is key, so you're gonna to wanna to be as fast and as quick as possible. Second one, or I should say one, two, three, four, or fourth one, there we go. If Arnie, who is living in Arkansas, if Arnie is five days late on his rent, he can be evicted immediately. If Vinny, at the same time, who is living in Vermont, if he fails, if he falls behind, on rent, he gets a 14-day notice to remedy the situation or move. So as you can see, these are kind of two very polar opposite extremes, but they definitely have different variances between states to state. But imagine if you are a landlord and you own a, or you are a real estate investor and you own a property in a non-landlord friendly state and you are trying to get uh, turn over your units and remodel them as fast as possible, but you can't kick somebody out because they are dragging their feet for a 14 day notice. And then guess when they pay, they pay on the 14th day, or let's say they don't pay on the 14th day. And then now you have to get them out. Then it's going to take another week to clean the place, get it all fixed up again maybe even rent. So then now you miss out on 21 days of rent. And I'm going to tell you right now, there are people out there that definitely know the laws of the state that they're living in, what they can get away with. They pay their rent on the fifth. Uh, there's a three day notice afterwards. And then, you know, they can be evicted on the 12th day. So this varies between state to state. So whether you're looking to invest in Texas, whether you're looking to invest in Florida, whether you're looking to invest in Washington, you should definitely know as far as a real estate investor, what, or I'm sorry, whether it is a landlord friendly state 
or a renter friendly estate because that's going to make a huge difference as far as your investment strategy, how you manage the property and how you're going to best uh, handle that real estate investment moving forward. So again, I'm going to include all this information into the show notes. Click on this uh, link. It's very, very informative. And lastly, guys, if you got any value out of this episode, please click on the link and leave a review on iTunes. It'd greatly be appreciated. We've got some more fire content coming out next week here for you. So appreciate it, guys. We'll catch you on the next go-round. Peace.